Come on, let's bless the name of the Lord tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus, you are great and mighty. Dear Lord, there is none other like you, Jesus. Lord, have your way in our hearts, our minds, and our souls, Jesus. Let your Holy Ghost be manifested in this place tonight, Jesus. Lift up, dear God, encourage Jesus. Minister to tonight, dear God, in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. It is good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. If you have a Bible, I invite that you turn with me to the book of Jonah, chapter 1. Jonah chapter 1, and beginning at verse, verse 1. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord, and went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare thereof and went down into it to go with them unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. But the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea, and there was a mighty tempest in the sea, so that the ship was like to be broken. Then the mariners were afraid and cried every man unto his God, and cast forth the wares and were in, that were in the ship into the sea to lighten it of them. But Jonah was gone down into the sides of the ship, and he lay and was fast asleep. So the shipmaster came to him and said unto him, What meanest thou, O sleeper? Arise, call upon the God, call upon that, thy God, if so be that God will think upon us that we perish not. And they said, every one to his fellow, come and let us cast lots that we may know for whose cause this evil is upon us. So they cast lots, and the lot fell upon Jonah. Then said they unto him, tell us, we pray thee, for whose cause this evil is upon us. What is thine occupation, and whence comest thou? And what is thy country, and of what people art thou? Art thou? By the help of the Holy Ghost, I like to preach on a simple thought on who I am and what I do. You can be seated tonight. This account here in the book of Jonah is very familiar, I would say to a just about every one of us in here as we've heard it taught in Sunday school classes. And a lot of times when we read this, this account, I know for me, for this, this is the fact for me, that when you read the book of Jonah, a lot of the emphasis is on Jonah running away from the Lord, the Lord preparing a storm, Jonah being cast over the boat and being swallowed by a whale, after three days, three nights, he's spit up out from that well, and now he goes and do the work of the Lord. And while he does it, he's 
moping and groping about. But recently I read this account and something new jumped out at me. Something that I never really noticed or took time to notice. That's why I love the word of God because every time you read the word, God begins to speak to you in a different way where you have to sit back and you have to take it in and meditate and think on what God is saying. In this account, what stood out to me was after they found out that it was Jonah's fault that this storm was upon them, they asked him simple questions. They asked him, what is your occupation? They asked him, um, where did you come from? They asked him, what country are you of and what people are you of? Just this, recently, this past, last week, Friday, uh, we did something different with the young people in youth service. We had them come, and they dressed up as their uh, uh, occupation that they would want to achieve in life, something that they would want to be. And they had a good time doing it. Uh, it was a lot of fun as they uh, dressed up and they began to um, discuss what it was that at some point in life they would hope to do. It was wonderful. It was a good night. Everything was well. Um, you think about the word occupation. It means uh, to make a means, uh, to a source that you use, a business, uh, to make a means, to make a living in this life. Um, I read another definition, definition concerning the word occupation. It said an activity that a person is engaged in is an occupation. Uh, tonight, I know there are a lot of different occupations here in the house of the Lord tonight. Um, a lot of us do a lot of different things in this life um, in a way to make means, uh, to make a living, to provide for our families, and thank God for it in this time that we're living in. But tonight, I want us to go a little bit deeper into the word of the Lord, and I want us to try to understand that though we have an occupation in this life, that's not our real job. And though God has blessed us with um, a way to make means in this life to provide for our family, um, it's not to supposed to take all of our energy. It's not supposed to take all of our time because God has caused us to be a part of something much more bigger and much more greater than that, and we have a job that is so much more important than the job of this life to the fact that we shouldn't work eight hours in this life and we come into a midweek, mid, midweek service and we just kind of go through the motions. No, we should realize that this is the job that we've been called to do. This is our true occupation. And that is to, that is to witness the gospel. That is to tell somebody about the truth of the word of the Lord. You can be seated tonight. It should cause us to come in here with a, a sober mind, a sober understanding of knowing uh, what it is that we are really called to do, um, what we are really called to be in this life. Um, we can go out and we can work in this world. Thank God for it, that you can work. But um, and you can, you can strive 
for for to be excellent in this world and in this life and find uh, the, the, the ladder of success in this life. But when it's all said and done, it's not going to amount to anything because it will perish. But one thing that will last is what you do for the kingdom of God. And in case you didn't know, uh, if you've been born of the water and born of the spirit, then, then you are automatically in a new field, and that is witnessing the gospel, and that is teaching Bible studies, that is going out into the highways and the byways and telling people about the truth. Come on, the, the, the definition is someone that is engaged in something. Well, I want to be engaged in the kingdom of God. I don't want to be disengaged, but I want to be engaged with what's going on. I want to go out and I want to be used of the Lord. I want to tell somebody about his death, his burial, and his resurrection. You can be seated tonight. So, I would have to ask the question, what is your occupation tonight? What is it that you do tonight? Are you just, do you just consider yourself as a, a school teacher uh, that works in this life? Do you consider yourself just as a working for the postal service or working for the city of Bear Blade and is that or whatever it is that you do, is that just it? Or do you have an under, or do we have an understanding that we are a part of something much greater, that we have a greater job, we have a greater work to do? Come on, they asked Jonah, what is your occupation? Come on, somebody, what is your occupation tonight? Are you a part of the kingdom of God? Are you telling somebody about the word of God? Are you sitting out in somebody's home, opening up the word of God and expounding the scriptures to them? Explaining to them what repentance means. Explaining what baptism means. And who named you should be baptized in. What the Holy Ghost is. What speaking in tongues mean. Because the truth is, if we have been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, that is our true job tonight. You can be seated tonight. That's the one that counts. Amen. So, this stuck out to me. It jumped out to me that they wanted to know what it is that Jonah does. It's tonight we have to know what it is that we're supposed to be doing. Uh, what it is that we're supposed to be a part of. Uh, we can gain as much money in this life. Uh, we can build houses. Uh, we can tear down houses and build bigger houses. Uh, we can have big bank accounts, and we can have all of these things. And, and if, if God blesses us with it, then praise God. But it shouldn't take our, all of our energy. It shouldn't take all of our, our time and our efforts that we can't do anything for the kingdom of God or that we come into a service and we're so tired, we're so drained that we can't even lift our hands up we can't even open up our mouths. We can't even begin to magnify the name of the Lord. But tonight, I know what I am really 
called to be a part of tonight. Come on, it is my reasonable service to come in here and lift up my hands, open up my mouth, and begin to magnify the name of the Lord. Come on, there's nothing else. There's no, no greater work to be a part of than the kingdom of God, than building God's kingdom. There's no greater work that you can come across than telling somebody about the gospel. You can be seated tonight. So they wanted to know what it is that Jonah does. What is his occupation? They asked him, where did you come from? What is your country? Tonight, I want to know where I'm from. I want to know what is my, that country that I'm a part of. I want to know tonight that this world, I don't belong to this world. Though I'm in this world, I'm not of this world. I want to understand that I am just a stranger. I'm just a pilgrim passing through. That this is not my place of dwelling. That soon and very soon, Jesus is coming back. And when he comes back, I don't want to be spent all my time living in this world and building bars in this world and that I neglected the things of God that when he comes back, I'm still here in this world. But when he comes back, I want to go with him. I want to be with him. Come on, if we live for this world, we're going to get what this world gets. I don't want any interest in that tonight, but I want to live for that world to come. I want to know that I don't belong in this world. I'm not of this world. You can be seated tonight. Young people, don't get mad if you don't look like this world. You're not supposed to look like this world. You're supposed to look different. You're supposed to be separate. You're supposed to be holy. You're supposed to be righteous. Don't get upset because you look different. Guess what? You don't belong to this world. You're supposed to look different. You belong to the kingdom of God tonight. You can be seated tonight. So they wanted to know what country Jonah was from. And in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, it talks about those that died in faith. In verse 13 it says, these, these all died in faith, having received the promise, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them and embraced them, and confess that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country that is an heavenly 
Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. This is not my country. This is not my place of dwelling. I don't want to be mindful of what God has brought me out of. I want to keep my eyes focused. Come on, I'm looking for a heavenly country. I'm looking for that city that God has prepared for me. This is not your place of stand. This is not your place of dwelling. I want to get my eyes up and I want to see heavenly. I want to see heaven one day. You can be seated. The Bible says that Abraham, that he looked for a city that had foundations, who builder and maker was God. Jesus told his disciples, he said, in my father's house, are many matches. He said that I go to prepare a place for you. I don't want this world. I want the place that Jesus has prepared for me. I want that heavenly country that is prepared for me. This is not my place of dwelling. I do not want to be living for this world. I don't want my eyes on this world, but I want my eyes on Jesus Christ. I want my eyes on what matters. Come on, who's doing what in this world? Who they're doing it with don't matter. All that matters is what you're doing for the kingdom of God. All that matters is that you stand separate and holy and upright before the Lord. That's what matters tonight. You can be seated. So I don't want to, don't want my eyes on this world. I don't want my focus on this world. I'm not ashamed to tell people that I'm a child of God. I'm not ashamed to tell them that I speak in tongues. I'm not ashamed of that. Matter of fact, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it. I'm thankful for the day that God came into my life and broke chains and shackles off of my heart that I couldn't break on my own. But when he filled me with the Holy Ghost, there it was. Shackles was broken off of my life. Come on, I'm not ashamed of that. I'm thankful for it tonight. I'm, I'm grateful for the power of the Holy Ghost that works and that is still working today. You can be seated tonight. After that, they asked him, they asked him of what people are you of? What is your nationality? Where do you come from? What people are you of? In this world that we live in, there is such, so much separation and division in this world. If you're not the right skin color, if you're not the right whatever it is on the right part of town, then there is a whole lot of division. You got churches that go, people go to those churches because a person that looks like me and talks like me goes to this church. And in this world, 
there is so much division. And it's nothing other than a trick from the enemy to keep people away from what is true and from what is right and from what God's way is. Because God's way is right. God doesn't divide. God unites. God, there's no division in God. There's division in this world, but God brings it all together. Come on, the, John the Revelator said, I saw a number that no man can number out of every nation, out of every tendron. Come on, this is how it's supposed to be. This is how heaven is. And if you can't get used to it here, you ain't going to like it in heaven. I'll go further to say, if you can't do it here, you're not going to make it to heaven. I want to do it the way, according to God's way, not what seems right to me. There's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is death. You can be seated tonight. I don't want to see it the way that my culture sees it. I don't want to see it the way that my family member sees it. I don't want to see it the way that my neighbor sees it or the way that my co-workers see it. I want to go into the word of God and I want to see it according to God's word. I want to see it according to God's word tonight. Guess what? I got news for you. When you got baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, you're no longer known as Haitian. You're no longer known as African American. You're no longer known as Hispanic. But you are now a child of God. Blood washed. Come on, and I don't look at color. I see my brother. I see my sister. I see my family. For we have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Come on, somebody, get out of your culture and come into God's culture. Come in the way that God does things. Come into the way that God thinks. Hallelujah, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, you can be seated tonight. I want to know who I am tonight. I want to know what God has called me to be tonight. In a world where young people, they look for identity, where how they fit in into this world. They want to be accepted by so many different things. You see young people running around here, every part of their body pierced. Because they want to be accepted by this world. You see young people getting initiated into gangs because they want to be accepted. They want to find some meaning to their lives. Young people, if you want to know who you are designed to be and what your identity is, you get into the word of God and you find out what God wants you to be and how he wants you to look and how he wants you to act and how he wants you to talk. Come on, don't look at Beyonce. Don't look at Britney Spears. But you get your eyes on the word of God and you find out who God wants you to be. 
Young man, get your eyes off of the rap stars. Get your eyes off of the drug dealers. Get your eyes into the word of God and find out who God wants you to be. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. (coughs) You can be seated tonight. I'm not ashamed of Jesus. I'm not ashamed to be identified with Jesus. When the time came, they came and they took him with wicked hands. And the Bible says that they began to confront Peter. They said, you are one of his. He said, no, I'm not. Sure you are. You are a a Galilean. Your speech betrays you. You're one of his. No, I'm not. We saw you with him. You're one of his. The Bible says that he went so far as to curse, to prove that he didn't know Jesus. Tonight, I do not want to denounce my God. I do not want to deny my God. Guess what? My speech, it should betray me. I shouldn't sound like the world. I shouldn't sound like everybody else on my job. My speech, it should betray who I am. Come on. I'm not ashamed to tell them that I speak in tongues. The apostle Paul said, I speak in tongues more than you all. I'm not ashamed to tell them that I've been baptized in Jesus' name, that I run the house, that I leap for joy. That's who I am. That's what I'm told to be. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, the Holy Ghost is in here. Come on, you are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, a peculiar people. Don't be ashamed of that. But you let them know who you are. You let them know what it is that you do. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Come on, let's magnify the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus, there is none other like you. We give you the glory. We give you the honor to your Lord. There is none other like you, dear God. We bless your holy name. In the mighty name of Jesus, come on, Jonah. Tell them what you do. Tell them who you are. Tell them what people you are of. Come on, don't run away from it. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, the Holy Ghost is in here tonight. These altars are open. I invite somebody to come down with your hands lifted up. Come on, you've been running away from what God has called you to do for far too long. It's time to stand up. It's time to be about his business. It's time to be what you called to be. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, let's come with our hands lifted up. Mouths open. You can receive the Holy Ghost here tonight. You can receive a renewing of the Holy Ghost here tonight. In Jesus' name.